Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Garrett Wilson. Wow! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go! Jets win it! Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it, Allen. Tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinn Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it is time for the Jets-Dolphins pregame report. The Jets taking on the Dolphins in Miami today. The Jets have, according to ESPN Analytics, less than a 1% chance of getting into the playoffs. If they lose this game, that becomes officially 0%. So they've got to win to keep even their faintest playoff hopes alive. Will they be able to do it? We're going to talk about it. We'll go through all the prop bets, predictions, and then, of course, picks from around the league. First, we begin with our friend, who is the co-owner and co-founder of JetsXFactor.com, a website where he is also the lead reporter. My buddy, Robbie Sabo, the leader of the Sabo-holics. Robbie, what's up, brother? Just watched a uh, full slate of Saturday football, you know, and waiting for good old Miami. I bet your buddy Wayne Krabet, who of course co-hosts your show, the Underdog Jets podcasts, and also is somebody that will sign an 8x10 autograph picture for you if you subscribe over at JetsXFactor.com. I bet that there's a part of him that wants to be activated for the game later today. Oh, and secret, you know, truth be told, I think he's used discount code 80 himself to get his own picture. <laughs> he mailed them to me to give to subscribers, and... He kind of regrets how many he gave, so he had to sign up for five new accounts. 
Uh, but yeah, JetsXFactor.com, use discount code 80. <laughs> Wayne Krebet is a guy that the Jets could certainly use in the offense, especially the way that the offense has been for most of the year. Before we get into anything else, Robbie, let's talk about the injury report because that is the big news right now. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is not going to play. Although I think we can both agree it's mildly insane that the Jets had him doing defensive drills, filling in for a linebacker. He intercepted a pass from Zach Wilson in practice. All I could think about, Robbie, was the Mariano Rivera injury. If you don't remember, Mariano Rivera never, ever, ever got hurt. He would occasionally go out to the outfield and take some fly balls during practice. And one day he did that, and he ended up suffering a season-ending injury. And so all that was going through my head when I heard that Aaron Rodgers was participating in a defensive drill, even lightly, was that Mariano Rivera injury. Can't believe they did that, but needless to say, he's not going to play this week. I don't think he should play at all, but he's definitely not playing this week. Also, Jason Brownlee is out, which is sad because I would have liked to have seen him get more reps and have a chance to see him get evaluated for next season. Carter Warren did not practice Friday. He's listed as doubtful, but I can't imagine he's going to play. Will McDonald didn't practice Friday either. He is listed as questionable. I can't imagine he's going to play. However, Nick Bauden and John Franklin Myers, who were limited earlier in the week, they both were full participants on Friday. Limited for Max Mitchell, so he's legitimately questionable. Joe Tipman, Mackay Becton, Brees Hall, Solomon Thomas, Quincy Williams, and Zach Wilson, who I didn't even realize was on the injury report, all listed as full participants. So, Robbie, what I take away from this is you won't see Jason Brownlee. Obviously, you're not going to see Aaron Rodgers. I don't think you're going to see Carter Warren or Will McDonald. You may or may not see Max Mitchell, but everybody else should be in this game. Yeah, it's, um, you know, no huge surprises. Uh, no McDonald. I guess Carl Lawson will be active then, right? I mean, he didn't come down with anything recently that uh, slipped under the radar. So, um they're still rotating as they normally do, as they always do, much to the chagrin of a lot of people, but it's less of a rotation this year, and especially down the stretch. Huff playing more than just third down, uh, Jermaine Johnson coming on strong. So, you know, from an injury front, it looks pretty solid. And I think the big takeaway here is how banged up Miami is. I mean, I see reporters, I forgot who it was, but telling the fans to say a prayer for the Miami O-line after he watched them in practice and I replied, hey, all the prayers have been used up by mid-November in the New York area as it, as it pertains to O-line. <laughs> so I think uh, Jets are looking pretty good as compared to the Fish. Yeah, our old friend Jonathan Harrison may actually play in this game. That Miami offensive line is in shambles. We're not sure whether Tyree Kill is going to play. Mike McDaniel said it'll be a game-time decision. Obviously, if he doesn't go, that's a huge advantage for the Jets. And so the line is nine points here in Miami. Would have been a couple points higher if not for all these injuries. But I got to tell you, Robbie, I feel like there's a momentum shift happening here. I'm not saying the Jets are going to win this game, but with all those injuries and Tyreek Hill either not playing or being at probably about 50%, I feel like there's a decent chance the Jets keep this close. There's also an over-under of 36.5. I don't think I would touch that because of all the volatility with the injuries. But I think I like the Jets here to cover. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I think they may cover that nine-point spread. I mean, hey, the easy. It's a good. It's a smart bet. It's it, the market's leaning towards the Jets. The more the week has gone on, I think it opened up at twelve, with some sports books. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the momentum surely is there, and momentum is the real thing 
in the NFL, much to the chagrin. That's the second chagrin I've used, much to the <laughs> chagrin of analytics, the analytics people. So it's very real. And look, this Jets team has talent. If if they figured out you know, flipping the switch last week in terms of playing against the defensive defense's tendency, you know, throw against on your toes defense, run when it's more balanced, then anything could happen. So, uh, you know, it's the season of hope in December. We'll see what happens here. And everybody, of course, hoping that Zach Wilson continues to play well. Best game of his career last week in the victory over the Houston Texans. And so we'll see if, as you said, Robbie, the momentum carries for him. If it's real for Zach Wilson, we know it's a real phenomenon, but is it going to be real for Zach Wilson? Let's take a look at the passing props and see what Vegas thinks. Passing touchdowns. Over, under, Tua Tagovailoa, 1.5. Zach Wilson, 0.5. Passing yards, Tua Tagovailoa, 220.5. Zach Wilson, 175.5. Passing and rushing yards combined, Tua Tagovailoa, 228.5. Zach Wilson, 193.5. Pass completions, Tua Tagovailoa, 20.5. Zach Wilson, 17.5. Pass attempts, Tua Tagovailoa, 30.5, Zach Wilson, 29.5. Interceptions, Tua Tagovailoa and Zach Wilson, 0.5. And longest completion, Tua Tagovailoa, 35.5, Zach Wilson, 31.5. Tua still has the edge in terms of what Vegas expects over Zach Wilson by a decent amount, but you have to figure that it would have been significantly higher if there was certainty about Tyreek Hill for this game. Yeah, and at the at the risk of being a mush here for Jets fans, 0.5 over under total a touchdown total for Zach Wilson. I mean, I got to go over there even at the minus one thirty five number. It's you know he still has a rapport with Garrett Wilson. The old line looked okay last week, and yeah, we saw them revert back into back into their conservative shell in Denver during the Hack Bowl after he after Zach Wilson busted out against KC, but. Do you think it's going to happen again? It's tough to think so, uh, considering they're five and eight, and you know Salah signaling to the media for the first time that I can remember that Zach just needs to let it fly. Last week before the game, before the um, Houston game, I think is a come to Jesus moment for the staff, and I think it's no coincidence that Rodgers is nudging them a bit. So I, I'd take Zach Wilson there. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Receiving props, over-unders, receiving yards, Brees Hall, 26.5, I like the over on that one, Garrett Wilson, 55.5, Jeremy Ruckert, 10.5, Tyler Conklin, 27.5, Xavier Gibson, 10.5, receptions, Alan Lazard, 1.5, Brees Hall, 4.5, Garrett Wilson, 4.5, Jeremy Ruckert, 1.5, Tyler Conklin, 3.5. Xavier Gibson, 1.5. Longest reception, Brees Hall, 12.5. Garrett Wilson, 20.5. Jeremy Ruckert, 8.5. Tyler Conklin, 13.5. And Xavier Gibson, 8.5. What's interesting here, Robbie, is that I guess because of all the injuries along the offensive line and the uncertainty with Tyreek Hill, there are no posted odds for any of the Dolphins wide receivers in these receiving props. Yeah, it's uh, DraftKings doing the smart thing. Most of the sports books, obviously. Um, it's such an interesting situation. I mean, the MVP race as a whole. I mean, who's going to win MVP? Could it be Tyreek, a receiver, actually? Uh, could Mac McCaffrey, Brock Purdy, Dak? He means that much to this roster, to this offense. So 
you really can't do anything. You know, will they post him at the last moment if they know he's going to play? Uh, doubtful at this point. So I don't know where you go. Where where do you go for this one, Scott? I would go with the Brees Hall receiving props. I just think last week we saw what he can do in the receiving game. I think Zach Wilson's going to continue to look his way. I think Nathaniel Hackett has to be smart enough to realize that he needs to continue to use him a lot in the passing game. And so I like the over, especially on the receptions and on the receiving yards as well. I think it's a good bet for both of those. Yeah, I agree. And stay away from Gibson. It's not that I don't think Gibson's going to see the ball, but it it could be a lot on the ground. I mean, we saw it last week where he had a rushing touchdown. He's that X-factor type where um, it doesn't have to come in the receiving game technically. So go Hall, stay away from Xavier. Rushing props, over-unders, rushing yards, Brees Hall, 43.5, Delvin Cook, 17.5, Zach Wilson, 13.5. Rushing attempts, Brees Hall, 11.5, Delvin Cook, 5.5, Tua Tugvaloa, 2.5, Zach Wilson, 2.5. Rush and receiving yards combined, Brees Hall, 74.5, Dalvin Cook, 24.5, Garrett Wilson, 56.5, Xavier Gibson, 13.5, and longest rush, Brees Hall over under 12.5, Zach Wilson over under 8.5. What do you think here, Robbie? It's interesting. Again, nobody listed for the Dolphins except Tua Tugavaloa on the rushing attempts. I guess assuming that because of the offensive line problems, the Jets' defense will be able to get to him and force him into situations where he'll have to leave the pocket and potentially scramble. There are a couple here. I don't mind the Zach Wilson prop here. At 8.5 for the longest rush, I think that's certainly doable. We've seen that a couple of times this year. I don't know that I would be comfortable with the Brees Hall Russian receiving yard prop only because I just don't know what he's going to do rushing the ball. I wouldn't want to take that chance, but I like the Zach Wilson rushing prop in terms of longest rush and even the number of rushes that he has, I think is something that you should strongly consider. 2.5, he's been using his legs a lot more. Yeah, I think overall try to stay away from this category because, again, the Jets won't be able to rush the ball unless or until they attack downfield like they did against Houston. What happened in the first half? They tried to run it. Nothing really there. It's tough to run against a loaded front when when the tendency is to stop the run. But when they opened up that second half and threw the ball, what was it, seven, eight, nine straight times, and it worked, and they marched right down the field, suddenly the defense had to be a bit more balanced, and D'Amico Ryans had to back off a little bit, and then they could run the ball. So you never know what you're going to get from the Jets offense, from the quarterback, and then thus from the rushing game. So I agree with you. The the Zach Wilson scampering for, I think it was over 8.5, you said, or 7.5, one of the two. Go with that one. Defense and special teams props, over-unders, sacks, Andrew Van Ginkle, 0.25, Bradley Chubb, 0.75, Bryce Huff, 0.25, Christian Wilkins, 0.25, Jermaine Johnson, 0.25, Quinton Williams, 0.25, Zach Seiler, 0.25. I think I like almost all of those. The only one I might not take is Bradley Chubb at 0.75 because that would require a full sack. But all the rest of these guys, considering the offensive line issues on both sides of the ball, I think those are pretty decent bets if you want to take a swing. Total tackles, C.J. Mosley, 8.5. D.J. Reed, 4.5. Jordan Whitehead, 5.5. Quincy Williams, 7.5. Quinnen Williams, 2.5. Sauce Gardner, 3.5. Tony Adams, 5.5. 
And kicking props. Greg Zerline and Jason Sanders both over under 1.5 field goals. Jason Sanders over under 6.5 total kicking points. Greg Zerline over under 5.5. Extra points made. Greg Zerline over under 1.5. Jason Sanders over under 2.5. I'm going to ride the hot hand here, Robbie. I like all the Greg Zerline kicking props. Yeah, Greg the leg can't go wrong. And I love Quinnen Williams. He's over on the sacks. Why they're without their starting center and usually offenses, offensive lines, they have to double team Quinnen. That communication can be an issue. So I could easily see Quinnen coming away with at least one sack. Anytime touchdown scorers, we're going to do odds here. Tyreek Hill minus 130. Interesting because he may or may not be in this game. And if he is, he's certainly not going to be at 100%. Raheem Mostert plus 100. Devon A. Chain plus 115. Jalen Waddell plus 155. Brees Hall plus 180. Jeff Wilson plus 240. Garrett Wilson plus 260. Cedric Wilson plus 340. Braxton Berrios plus 400. Durham Smythe plus 500. Miami Dolphins defense and special teams plus 600 Dalvin Cook plus 550 Alan Lazard plus 600 Tyler Conklin plus 650 that's not a bad one at plus 650 Zach Wilson plus 750 Tua Tug of plus 1000 Israel Abanacana plus 850 Jets defense and special teams plus 950 Randall Cobb plus 1000 No touchdown scorer at all plus 5000 Chase Claypool plus 1500 Julian Hill plus 1300 Jeremy Ruckert plus 1100 That's not a terrible one either Alec Ingold plus 1600 Irvin Charles plus 2000 Robbie Anderson back with the Dolphins again, plus 1,600. Kenny Aboa plus 2,800. Tyler Croft plus 2,800. Nick Bodden plus 2,500. Any that you like, Robbie? Yeah, I mean, touchdown scores, you want to you wanna get the, the most bang for your buck here. So Conklin, as you said, I love Conklin there. And Dalvin Cook, you know, going back home to Miami, it came down to these two teams. I think Jets fans are wishing he chose Miami at this point. No one wants to talk about Dalvin Cook, but if there's a game where he could get a touchdown, I think it would be the first of a season, first of the season, if I'm not mistaken, it would be this one. And plus 2,500 as the first TD score, hey, it, it, there are far worse bets than that. Robbie Sabo, my buddy who covers the Jets over at JetsXFactor.com, a website that he co-founded. Thanks so much for coming on and going through everything in this Jets-Dolphins pregame report. Really appreciate it. Before we go, let's check in with my buddy Walter Cherapinski over at WalterFootball.com. He's got his picks from around the NFL. Walter, the floor is yours, my friend. Thanks, Scott. Going to begin with the Jets as usual. There are nine-point underdogs in Miami. I actually like the Jets a lot this week. Uh, they look great against the Texans, but this is more about fading Miami. The Dolphins... I, they're so banged up right now. Almost every single offensive lineman of theirs is injured. They're going to be missing at least two of them. The other three are going to be playing hurt at the very at the very least, and they might miss action as well. Tyreek Hill has not practiced all week. They have several defensive players injured as well. Uh, I don't know how Miami f really functions here, um, and the motivation for them is low because they beat the Jets three weeks ago. That was the Tim Boyle, though. Zach Wilson is n obviously not the best quarterback in the world, but he's a lot better than Tim Boyle. Uh, just a big upgrade, and I think the Jets keep this close against a Miami team that just lost to Tennessee. I think Miami's in trouble with all these injuries. 
Uh, moving on to some of the other games I like. I like. I love the Bears plus three at Cleveland. Everyone seems to love the Browns now that the Joe Flacco has been playing well the past two weeks, but he's gone against two defenses that are not very good, especially last week with Jacksonville. Jacksonville has made Jake Browning and Joe Flacco look like Tom Brady and uh, Peyton Manning the past two weeks. It's going to be a very tough game here against Chicago. The Bears actually had the better defense statistically. Uh, Metric-wise, the Bears are fifth in defense. They've gotten so much better with Montez Sweat there. Uh, plus, everyone's healthy in the secondary. And, and also, uh, the Browns play a lot of man, and Justin Fields plays so well against man. So it's a really good matchup for the for the Bears. I think they should actually be favored. Uh, I, I think the Cleveland Browns are a little overrated right now. Their defense has not been playing well since they lost uh, or since uh, – um, uh, Miles Garrett got hurt. Uh, he's been playing injured, so he hasn't been as effective. And also, their offensive line is going to be down their center and their top three tackles, so it's going to be tough to block the Bears. Uh, another game I like is Washington against the Rams for plus six and a half. Uh, so the Rams are going to be playing Thursday night against the Saints, so this is uh, a, maybe a look ahead factor for them. Um, and it's a, it's a it's going to be a uh, an important game in the divisional race because or in the wild card race because both teams are are trying to get the final spot in the NFC playoff chase. Um, so I think they may overlook Washington, and I think you have to ask yourself, uh, is this game going to be like Washington-Philadelphia, where those two games are close, or is it going to be like Washington uh, versus Dallas or Miami, where there are blowouts? And I think the difference here is that I think the Rams are kind of like Philadelphia, where they're not an elite team. Um, you know, despite Philadelphia's record, they're they're definitely not as good as uh, the record says they are. And the Rams are, are are a good team, but they're not a great team like Dallas or a healthy Miami team is. Uh, so I think Washington should be able to uh, cover the spread here. Uh, the Rams, their their secondary is very shaky. Uh, Joe Flacco, you know, like I said, it looked good against them two weeks ago. Uh, Lamar Jackson threw all over them. I think that Sam Howell should have a good game and maybe get the back to recover. I like Buffalo minus two against Dallas. Uh, so people are asking me, uh, why is Buffalo favorite here? And the answer to that is because the sportsbooks want you to bet Dallas. Uh, Dallas is coming off a huge win. It's their first win against the winning team, the, the team that currently has a winning record. Uh, so, so I think they might be in for a letdown spot here in Buffalo. And something that is a, a huge factor, I think, is that there's the flu uh, circulating through Dallas's locker room. Uh, four players have been tagged with an illness. Uh, Stephon Gilmore may not play. And Dallas has been very weak to outside receivers. Uh, they allow the second most production to outside receivers, as good as their defense has been. This is a big weakness. And Buffalo has uh, Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis. Uh, plus, Josh Allen is running more uh, since the new offensive coordinator took over. James Cook is being used more as a weapon. I, I really like the way the Bills are going. I actually bet the Bills to win the Super Bowl at 18 to 1. I think they're a good value in an AFC that doesn't really have an elite team right now uh, unlike the uh, the uh, the NFC and the Niners. Uh, I think the AFC is wide open and if the Bills win this game, they're looking great because the rest of the schedule is very easy. Uh, finally, I like uh, Seattle plus 4 or actually plus 3 against the Eagles on Monday Night Football. Uh, as I said earlier, the Eagles are overrated. Uh, their defense is ranked 31st in EPA. Uh, they've just been gashed by everyone through the air. Um, it's not a surprise at all because that they got blown out by San Francisco and Dallas just uh, they, they've been barely scraping by uh, these these games that they should have lost and they go against two elite teams and they get blown out Seattle obviously not an elite team but they're playing better recently they they took the um, the Cowboys down to the distance and then the Niners uh, that was a very close game as well so I think they should be able to beat the Eagles, uh, they have the receivers to do it. Uh, Philadelphia's secondary is so bad. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Jackson Smith, and Jigba should all have big games. So those are the WalterFootball.com Week 15 picks against the spread. Back to you, Scott. Thanks, Walter, and thanks for listening. Check out everything Robbie and the gang are doing over at JetsXFactor.com. Check out everything that Walter and Charlie Campbell are doing 
over at WalterFootball.com and check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeJet.com and the PlayLikeJet YouTube channel. We've got some awesome All-22 breakdowns on our channel, so watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash PlayLikeJet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Frank Lemire's Quinn and Williams Bless You Thank You shirt, the Play Like Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. It doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and PlayLikeAJet.com.